The Big Idea is brought to you by Cafe Moso, located at 307 Orange Road, Montclair, New Jersey. Current hours of operation during the pandemic lockdown are 12 to 8 on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and 12 to 6 on Sunday. Be sure to check us out at www.cafemoso.com or call us at 973-860-7400. And be sure to mention this podcast to get 20% off your pickup orders. Again, that's Cafe Moso in Montclair. Hello, and welcome to Blast Scene's Big Idea. Today's big idea is, should all phones be required to have a health tracking app? The current pandemic has a lot of people panicked, and probably rightfully so. Never before in our lifetime has America and the world been faced with such a threat. The things we've taken for granted for so long have been snatched away, and our very way of life has been destroyed. Or at least that's what we've been told, or we're being told. Sure, living under quarantine is a significant hardship, as is the near-catastrophic job losses that many are experiencing, some of which will not come back. Poor, scared, and uncertain is no way to live. But we need to keep in mind that the worst aspects of living with corona are only temporary. One day, and hopefully soon, We'll all be able to go out again, visit our favorite bar, restaurant, coffee shop, or store. We'll be having parties and cookouts, attending baby showers, weddings, and sadly, also funerals. Most of us will return to work and be able to once again pay our rent or mortgage, tuition, or a car note. In other words, this too shall pass. How it passes, however, is crucial. History is rife with examples of well-intentioned societal overreactions to threats both real and perceived. Think of the numerous encroachments on personal freedoms we accepted in the wake of 9-11. Everything from increased domestic surveillance to the disrobing dance we all must now do before boarding an airplane. And don't get me started on why all the trash cans were removed from train stations. Simply put, freedom Civil liberties and other indispensable rights are surprisingly dispensable when people are scared. And as I said before, people are very scared. So, what could a post-coronavirus America look like? We need venture no further than China to consider one possible future. American media has touted China's use of tracking technology to manage additional flare-ups of the virus in Wuhan and other large cities. This technology allows the government to keep tabs on individuals who have been confirmed infected and anyone who has come in contact with them. In this way, the government is able to effectively only quarantine members of society who actually pose a risk of transmission and allow everybody else to get back to work. Now, inasmuch as the data coming out of China isn't terribly reliable, it's hard to measure the effectiveness of the program. But regardless of the efficacy, tracking technology employed by the government is highly intrusive and troubling. But of course, that's China, a dictatorial quasi-police state. What about America, the home of the free, land of the brave? Would we, could we, accept a comparably invasive technology employed by our own government? I suspect the answer is no, especially once the initial wave of fear subsides. 
But that doesn't mean there won't be proposals for something along the lines of what China is doing. Already, several politicians and public health officials have suggested creating a registry of people who are corona negative or who have demonstrated presence of antibodies. Now, perhaps those who aren't lucky enough to make the list will have to wear a scarlet C so that they can be avoided. Or perhaps they will be stowed away in undisclosed locations for the infected. Now, that's an overstatement, of course. But it's made to make the point that such action will invariably create classes of people. Corona safe on one side and Corona not so safe on the other. Which gets us to the big idea. What if we could achieve the same goal without employing the draconian means of tracking people or segregating society on the basis of infection status? What if there was a way to more or less voluntarily track a person's health status in real time with the intent of making that data available to public health officials to help with containing flare-ups of the virus? What I have in mind is a phone app that captures certain health data like temperature, blood pressure, how you feel, whether or not you are coughing or sneezing, etc., and transfers that data to a central repository. Combined with the GPS features on every phone, this will allow public health officials to create a health map and thus identify potential flare-ups in real time. This, of course, is nothing new. The technology already exists to do this stuff. In fact, an app that allows people to report their temp has been useful in constructing predictive models for influenza and now the coronavirus. So if it's not new, what's the big idea? Well, let's make this a required app on all phones sold in America. Now, I don't think you can legally compel people to use the app, nor do I think it's a good idea to try to. However, in light of what we're going through now, if we make this app readily available, I suspect the uptake will be significant and a majority of people will opt to use it. For one thing, I think by and large, people would want to do their part to stave off another nationwide lockdown. And also, having the ability to provide health data at the touch of a button, I think would be very appealing to busy people who are nonetheless very concerned with their health. That, I think, would be an acceptable post-corona change, allowing us to be responsible for our individual health as well as our societal health, our collective health, while preserving the freedoms we love, enjoy, and cherish so much. And that is the big idea.